listening to the Stupidity in Your Ear podcast. Here comes the stupid. What's up, you guys? It is your boys, Sammy D, Calvi P. We're out both on diets. We're kind of hanging. Hope you guys are doing well. Welcome mm. back. For all of you dining along with us, um, raise your glass of water because that's all you're drinking. And give a nice old big old cheers. Cheers. I had grilled chicken today for lunch, some avocado, mm. some salsa. Taking a risk with those carbs, but we'll see what can happen. Oh, shoot. Actually, so I have this fitness app that I got to track like my carbs and stuff. Yeah. I guess, Jake, do do we explain last time what the keto yeah. diet is really? I think so. Okay. Well, I don't I even mean, know I, what we're doing again. is technically keto. I'm doing keto. You're doing keto. I think I'm yeah. doing more paleo, but it's essentially the same thing. I don't know. Gotcha. Are you eating dairy? Yeah. There's no dairy in paleo. Okay, well then I'm not doing paleo. Okay. Essentially, I just cut out carbs and any sugar that's not natural yeah well that's not really keto but that's a good diet anyway i mean pretty much keto is just like you're trying to limit your carbs to like less than five percent of your diet and fat to like 70 and then protein to like uh 20 there's 25 and fat 70 to 75 it's basically like the only carbs i eat are like carbs from like vegetables or stuff like that yeah um and then like eat a lot of like fatty stuff like using oils and stuff like that but then so then your body enters ketosis and uh burns the fat instead of burning the carbs so health now i've heard that the problem with keto is that if you eat any carbs at all it screws the whole thing up yeah so if you go over the limit you pretty much get out of ketosis so that's something i'm looking for in the future is i'm like what do i want to do for the future like once i like am fine with whatever i want to be like do i want to keep doing this as like a lifestyle because it'd be fun but i also love brownies so same here (laughs) so we'll see i don't know but i don't know why i was talking about the fitness app because you downloaded it right well i downloaded it but what was it right salsa and chips or something yeah well i i used to track my cards to make sure i'm staying within like the five percent range and stuff anyway so i'm intermittent fasting too so Mm -hmm. i don't eat breakfast so like you eat Mm -hmm. like only within eight hours the other 16 are off well this app is like punishing me because i keep like a food diary and i never get like however many calories they want me to get so (laughs) Like the goal is like twenty three hundred calories, and I'm never reaching that goal. And so then they like punish me. <laughs> like they're like, I'm not gonna give you the news feed for this week, and like you can't see like your projected weight in like what? several weeks because I don't meet the goal like every time. <laughs> so they punish me because like you're you're under like you're under the calorie limit. It's like you're like almost like unsafe. And I'm like that's not necessarily always true, but I get it. <laughs> but it's very frustrating. So wait, so you need to eat twenty three hundred calories? Every yeah, day? they say to with maintain like healthy weight loss. Supposed to do that. Oh, huh. yeah. that seems like a lot. Wow. Yeah, but what can you do? Yeah, mine's going well, pretty well. Um, I'm also doing the intermittent fasting and not finding it to be terribly difficult. Um, not that hard. No, 
Um, I've found that lunch is the meal where I kind of eat a ton of food. Like I eat a lot at lunch and then I usually eat about half the size at dinner. Um, and like you, I'm just eating. I've avocados are my new best friend, man. I yeah. love them. I just, eat like two a day. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're so good. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So my buddy Clay was telling me about, cause he, he does, he just, he does this all the time. Like he, uh-huh. this is how he lives. And, um, he was like, you're going to start going through this thing. I think he called it the, the carbohydrate flu or something. It's the keto flu. Yeah. Keto flu. So like, yeah, your body's so used to breaking down carbs that if it's just taken away cold Turkey, you kind of go through like, it can be worse for some people, but like you can get symptoms like the flu. And I've kind of noticed it a little bit. Like my nose is randomly runny and I'm definitely a little slower, like more tired. Mm-hmm. Um, it's strange. I didn't think it would actually happen, but yeah. Is. Well, your body loses so much water because there's a ton of water weight like stuck in carbohydrates. Mm. So you just get like super dehydrated and lots of this. Like I was drinking like just so Dude, much water. I've been drinking but, so uh, much water. Yeah, <laughs> but I heard though. So the other day I was looking and uh, one of the side effects of keto. Yeah. It's like you'll have bad breath. And I was like, that's a bummer. And it just makes yeah. me mad because every like healthy thing either smells bad or gives you like bad breath or something like that. Like <laughs> that's all those like supplements you always take that they always just smell like garbage and <laughs> they're never like good. I was like, that's classic that you'd have bad breath. Cause like another thing too is you can't use gum or mints to <laughs> really change that because they're all filled with sugar and carbs. Yeah. So yeah. how many how many carbs is swallowing like an entire thing of toothpaste? <laughs> Who knows? But I'm going to try that. Too many. <laughs> it's annoying, though. Uh, it is but annoying. I, can, I, can, I, I don't know if you're there yet, but I can taste my mouth smelling and, like, feeling gross. And I br- But I, you know uh, me. I brush my teeth, like, four or five times a day. And that might be <laughs> really? why you're feeling it more. <laughs> yeah. And so now I'm like, what is going on? But you know, probably a little That's bit funny. of a reaction there on my part. Yeah. But... Yeah, I need to start brushing my teeth so much. But has there been any slip ups? Anything like, like I have not. I've somehow become overnight pretty good at self control. So, not sure where that uh, factors into no. the rest of my life. But uh, for this one thing, for a week and a half, yeah. <laughs> I've been pretty good. Well done. So how about you? Have you slipped up? No, not really. Um, I put a little bit of sugar in my instant coffee. Because I can't drink instant coffee really without sugar. Um, and yeah, I mean, I eat cheese and dairy, which I don't think you're doing. So oh, I eat but a ton I, of cheese and dairy. You do? Yeah, that's, that's keto. Oh, Paleo is non dairy, but oh, keto okay. has like, sorry. dairy stuff. Got it mixed up. Yeah, yeah so go. that's nice. Um, but no, I haven't really sw- slipped up. It's been good. That's nice. I, uh, in my coffee, I put uh, coconut oil. That is. One of the worst tastes. <laughs> no, no, man. They're always like, yeah, coconut oil is like flavorless. Absolutely not the case. Absolutely. It's so bad. And it is just not good. But apparently it's great for you. So it's just is filled it, with fat. Too, so is it brownies that you want the most? Actually, so last night Hillary and I were hanging out and we yeah. were talking about pizza for about 20 minutes. And, pizza, uh, yeah. I, and I didn't realize how much of a weakness pizza was for me. But I, uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, I would kill someone to have a piece of pizza. And not even a piece, like an entire like yeah. pizza myself. And that's the thing. 
because we were talking about Casey's Pizza, which <laughs> you just had for the first time recently. I did. That stuff's yeah. amazing. If you it's haven't delicious. gone to Casey's to get some pizza, yeah. go where you are right now. Leave. Put this on in the car and drive to Casey's mm-hmm. and eat a piece of pizza. It's so flame or an entire pizza, but yeah. it's which so is good. what I would do. But yeah, it's amazing. But probably that or brownies. Yeah. Um, just because brownies have always been a weakness of mine as well. I've realized too last night. Like I am so weak when it comes to food. <laughs> like oh that my is gosh. my biggest joy in life is food. Yeah, so. same here. And the funny thing is, like. While doing the diet, I think I've realized even more how unhealthy I ate. Like, oh, yeah, me too. We had student groups tonight, and they always have a meal, right? And every time, they give you big old plate of food. And every time I'd have a plate, and then I'd have another plate, and then I'd have a dessert, and possibly two desserts. And it was nothing. Like, that's just what I did. Yeah, And same. I'm sitting there, like, had one plate of food and four glasses of water. And I'm like, I can't believe I ate that much food. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, I feel that, dude. But it is crazy how, like, I'm not as hungry as I thought I would be dieting. Yeah. Like, you I, eat just fats and proteins. They sustain you for longer. Yeah, true. It's pretty cool. Yeah, carbs are pretty much empty. But oh. I smoke down some meat, though. Like, when I make food, I'm usually making, like, huge quantities Same. of meat and just chomping down. Yeah. So yeah. it feels good. But yeah. Have you been eating many, like, nuts at all? No, I, I'm, I'm scared to try nuts because – some of them are really high in carbs. Really? And so, like, yeah, so pretty much most of them are pretty, unless you get to, like, flax seeds and, like, pumpkin seeds. And I'm like, I can't eat pumpkin seeds and flax seeds, like, by themselves. I need to yeah. have a nut or something. But yeah. like, the only ones that aren't super high in carbs are, like, Brazil nuts, but you can't find those, like, anywhere. Mm. Or I'm not looking hard enough is probably the case, but okay. like I just and I just like for a snack I'll just make eggs honestly. Yeah. So I like the egg. The egg I, route is good too. I didn't realize how cheap eggs were too. Like you can get like a dozen for like eighty cents, and I'm like, oh, okay, so nice. I I pretty much eat like at least a dozen a week, if not yeah. more. So and I and that and I don't eat breakfast now too. Like if I eat breakfast, it would definitely be like two dozen a week. <laughs> but. <laughs> Well, I eat like I eat them on burgers, then I eat them as snacks, and then uh, what can you do? Yeah. They're so good, though. They are good. What do you use instead of buns on the burger? Lettuce. I actually usually don't even do lettuce, just because lettuce has carbs too. <laughs> really? but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much I'm I'm at like strict strict where I'm like nice. I started say within that twenty, but I'm usually like ten, which is probably not good either. But like ten maybe at most though. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like tracking them just because it's cool. interesting. But uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty restrictive. So at some point, I'll probably get more risky and I'll mm-hmm. uh, start eating like nuts and stuff. But yeah. uh, I yeah, think I it's don't. it's tough. It's a little tougher for me. I think it's really nice. You have your own place and you can like yeah, have absolutely. your own kitchen, get your own groceries. But like I'm kind of on a meal plan here, so having to work around that's kind of annoying. But yeah. I make it work. It's just like your life is like so much harder like than mine, I guess. I like, didn't want like, to say in it. Scotland but... and like you're like getting your education there and like you're going to England this weekend. It's like you're just your life is so hard. It's, I know, it's, right? Yeah, definitely. Most people couldn't uh, relate with me. I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. No offense. Oh, join the club. Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like though something that I really miss is like just snacking. On crappy yeah. 
because I don't know. I, we've also been talking about dieting and food for ten minutes. Yeah, we have. <laughs> well, it's, it's the most it's, prominent thing in our life, kind of right true. now. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, well, yeah. I guess. Well, this is kind of interesting. Not yeah. interesting, but it's embarrassing. So I was on campus today, yeah. and I mean, just like this last week and a half. Yeah. And I usually walk around with headphones in because right. everyone at WSU I don't want to talk to. And so um, I'm walking to class and I'm looking around and I just feel insignificant because I don't have AirPods. <laughs> and I didn't care about that that whole thing till I got on campus. And then I was like, dang, I feel like a loser. <laughs> I feel like I'm less than these people. Even people who don't have headphones in, I'm like, I feel like I'm worse. Because I have these. You're judging me for the wires that dangle from my ear. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Uh, so I that makes sense. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're it honestly make, not even like that cool, but I, know. <laughs> I don't understand. They don't look attractive weird. to me. I don't. Yeah, like I actually don't really like them that much, and I know for a fact if I bought them, I'd immediately lose them. So I'm not gonna buy them. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It just it doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Because, I mean, it's not like they're that expensive either. I mean, they're expensive, don't get me wrong. But it's like they're only like 150 100, yeah. like to 200 And I'm like, to flex with something like that all the time is like not necessarily what I thought would be the thing. Which, like, yeah. honestly, I'm glad it's not $1,000 worth of stuff. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. I just, annoying. this sound quality can't be much better than what I'm using now. I've and heard they're better in the ones with wires. So Really? So, AirPods. Well, true. You're a scam. You usually don't know you're unhappy with something until you have something that's better. So that's, it's so true. I think Confucius said that, but I think yeah, you're right. Yeah. Something too about <laughs> duck sauce at a Chinese buffet. I definitely, definitely. Actually, I, was, I I can't spell the word definitely. I tried to spell that like I I mean for years I've not been able really? to spell it. Like I really don't know. I always spell it in different like five or six different ways yeah it's never right so uh if you ever talking to me asking how to spell definitely i won't be able to do it how would how would you spell it d-e-f i-n i-t-e-l-y which i think is right there's no there's no it's not t-e-l-y it's t-l-e-y i think no that's not right definitely I think it's says definitely. You got me messed up. I don't know. I n i t e l y. I think that's pretty. I'm pretty sure that's what it is because I've been I've been studying it for like a week. Whereas like I'm like I'm like how the frick do you spell this freaking? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's it. So you're probably right. I can't ever spell that word either. Yeah. So if you wanted to know. Mm. Anyway, today I'm wearing some. Uh, if you're looking for the outfit for the day, it is my Dickies work pants that I just bought from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking though. Uh, shout out to Reed actually, because yeah. uh, he was telling me because he has the same the same pair and he was wearing the other day. Yeah. I was like, dude, I freaking love those pants. Yeah. And like, dude, I do too. <laughs> like twenty bucks at Walmart. And GQ actually called them like the pants of 2018. So, what? Something like that. I don't even know. But uh, yeah, they're like black and uh, very. Well, let's durable. see them. Stand up on the on the chair. I'm not gonna stand up on the chair, but I'm gonna. I'll just uh, show you this end. Oh, nice. Yeah, they look so, fancy. Uh, they're not at all. They're just work pants. I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, they're literally like people like wear them to work. They've worn them to work for 
60, 70 years, and now they're oh, wow. in style now. So I was like, well, I probably better buy some. And then inevitably, I actually started way more than I probably should on other clothing stores <laughs> across the globe. However, that's not what we're focusing on right that's here. That's not what we're talking about. Well, you I got a GQ to look at them, and then I was like, oh, shoot, there's these other shoes that are cool. And they were on sale for half off, so I was like, I'd be stupid to not buy them. Exactly. And so then I bought those, and then that <laughs> led to me buying more stuff. And then what can you do? It just is a spiral. It is. But it is. And that's how shopaholics are born. I, I honestly, though, I'm low-key becoming one. Like, it is really bad. <laughs> Never had, like, an income that I can really actually spend my money on. And yeah. so now that I have it, I just I go wild. Go back. <laughs> actually stay within my budget typically, but then yeah. I'll have a day or two where I'll just go way, way <laughs> further than I should have. And then what can you do? That's funny, man. That's funny. So I was really- the same way with vinyl. Uh, There's a period when I got my vinyl player for Christmas and I just like couldn't stop myself from buying <laughs> albums. It was bad. I feel like I would do that same thing. Yeah. Dang. So, saw Glass the other night. Did you know? Significantly disappointed. Not going to lie to you. Like, I I haven't really left the theater, like, angry or disappointed in the time that I can remember. Yeah. But I was pretty disappointed with this one. Just because, I don't know if if you've seen it, Unbreakable or Split. Uh -uh. I want to see Split. Yeah, both those movies are great. Really? Um, yeah, and um, when everyone found out, oh, those are tied together, I was like, mm-hmm. that's freaking dope. And uh, Glass is supposed to be so cool. I mean, the trailers looked pretty good. I didn't think they were, like, amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, you got Bruce Willis, Samuel freaking Jackson. Yeah. That's his name? Yeah, Samuel yeah, freaking Samuel Jackson. Jackson. That's what the L stands for. <laughs> yeah. But then James McAvoy is also incredible. The guy that plays the guy with the dissociative identity yeah. disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it uh, it was very disappointing. Not gonna lie to you. Like the That's first half, or the first like thirty minutes, like started off really cool, and I was like, "Oh, bet." And then it just got worse from there on. Really? And then you know, Shyamalan. I mean, twists and turns, and none of them I thought were Twizzles, good. And so, really? Yeah. It it was just uh, I left I left the theater going, frick. That was really disappointing. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was hmm. pretty mad. That but sucks. uh. You know, what can you do? I and mean, it wasn't the most anticipated movie of the year, but I was still like, ah, bummer. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry but, to hear it. Yeah. Oh, one thing that is interesting. So there's a movie coming out. I've, I forget what it's called. It's something really weird, but Zac Efron is playing Ted Bundy. Have you seen the trailer for that? What? No. Yeah. So Zac Efron's playing Ted Bundy, and uh, it's supposed to be like him and like his life and like his trial a lot too so the trailer is um interesting received a ton of backlash and i i wanted to hear what your opinion was of this why um well the backlash is getting is because they're portraying him as like i mean the way he's portrayed is very charismatic and like Mm -hmm. he's like it's like very up it's like a very upbeat trailer and like very like the tone is very like positive it's not like it's not like it's, it's just like a very high tone. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Um. And he's like smiling and like he's winking towards the camera and people are like, why is he winking at the camera? Like he's this is the whole point of why Ted Buddy was bad is because, uh, like girls idolized him because he was bad and stuff like that and like they're gonna do the same thing and like glorify Ted Bundy. Yeah. Um. People that made it were like, no, we're not. And he's a monster. 
but uh, it's received a ton of backlash. And so I'm, I'm curious, like, what do you think mm. is what, like, because the reason Ted Bundy also worked though, when he was alive or is he, I think he's probably still alive, but yeah, when he was so. doing all this stuff was cause he was charismatic and cause like he tricked girls into doing stuff. Yeah. And so like, I don't know. It's interesting to see that portrayed. Mm. I think in that light is why people are getting like angry. It's kind of like it seems like you're glorifying him if you make a movie about it. But it could be, and it's the other thing too. It's just a trailer, so it yeah. could be different in the movie. But uh, I appreciate the appeal to honesty. I really do. Like if you're gonna tell a story, uh, I appreciate telling it truthfully. Like if he really is that charismatic, that attractive, then yeah, that's part of it. And that makes sense. And you should show that. But I do understand like that's only going to bring positive attention. That's only going to glorify it. I understand that it's only going to bring, it's not the, I don't know. Then the question becomes, do you even make that movie or not? Because if that's Mm -hmm. the result of it, I maybe hold your hold your tongue, but again, if it's a trailer, maybe in the movie you see that at the beginning, then they really portray how terrible he is, and it completely makes that whole thing sickening. Then yeah. maybe it's worth it, you know. I think it's too early to to, to call, but yeah, that's interesting. I think uh, what I think it's just so risky too, because people who have like family members and stuff usually I'm sure would not be super pleased if they did it in a very non-tasteful way. Yeah. I don't know. Which, I mean, I hope that that's not the case, you know, and I yeah. want to believe that people would know what they're doing when they make a movie about a serial killer. Um, but you never can tell. So, yeah, that's what people are afraid of with, uh, Tarantino's movie. Once upon a time in Hollywood, that's coming out this summer uh-huh. because, uh, it's they're like they're movie stars or something, or they're trying to be movie stars, but yeah. it's around the time of like Charles Manson's uh Manson's uh, like time. Yeah. It's like around like the Manson murders and stuff. Dang. I think it's like a big plot point. So people are worried that he's not going to be uh, too respectful of that. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know, and he might come off as not being respectful of it, but Tarantino's very interesting in the way he uses violence and the way he uses yeah. um, gore and stuff. So I could definitely see him getting in hot water if he does that wrong. Um, or even if he does it his classic style and people don't really understand, or maybe it's yeah. too far. That's a good question. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think, I, I think both could be good and probably will be i don't know if it's going to be yeah warrant for freaking out but i understand people yeah. um that is a very interesting thing like the amount of documentaries tv shows um just media time or not media hollywood time given to serial killers what do you think yeah well i don't know a lot of people say like giving serial killers and like people like that platforms like just um produces copycats which i don't know i haven't done research on if there's evidence for that or not but it makes yeah. sense to me i mean i mean uh people get crazy famous for it and if you're in the right mind or the wrong mind to be like oh i i just all i want to do is get famous for any reason and if i have to kill somebody then it's worth it yeah that i guess that makes sense but i also feel like sometimes it's like we ha- I mean, it, it's the media's responsibility to report stuff that's awful. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah. stuff that that keeps people thinking oh okay there are reasons we have like safety precautions and there's reasons that this i don't know but i think part of it too is people sometimes say like don't say their name but just say it happened actually that makes sense to me that i'm saying that out loud like mm-hmm. if you say like a serial killer or someone who's described as a serial killer and like like during the trial like don't really say their name or give them their like their FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense to me. I don't know. It's interesting. Definitely. I think it does have an opportunity though to produce copycats though, which I think is scary. But well and this is entirely speculation because again you can't really be inside the mind of a serial killer. But I think to a degree the people that are going to be copycatting are already in a mental place where they're gonna be killing people. Yeah, and so I would pretty much agree. If that affects the manner of, of which they do it, um, I don't know if there's as much of an argument there. But I definitely think it may, like, <sighs> encourage that kind of behavior. Like, it almost normalizes it. Whereas if somebody who had psychopathic tendencies or their brain works the same way as a serial killer is watching a lot of that stuff... It could encourage that desire within people. Um, it's just, and and I think that's part of the reason why it's so fascinating um, to people, and I, it's intrigued me for quite a while, is because I think it's interesting to watch a human being that you look at and you're like, I. It's hard to call you a human being mm-hmm. because what you're doing is so entirely out of my entire mind space like i couldn't even come up with that that yeah it's like, it's like you're kind of drawn to it in a way that's sickening you know yeah i'm the same way i used to always like read up about serial killers and stuff and i just because I, th- I just find it interesting to see people who are just like wow but that's like very dark and stuff but yeah, i mean definitely. you see that with people like every like once in a while there's like a new netflix show about like murders and stuff like mm-hmm. that like researching like serial killers like making a murderer is one of them like yeah. even uh like you see stuff with, like csi and criminal minds like yeah. all of that is pretty much like is you're more fascinated with stuff like that that's Definitely. just like grotesque and strange mm. i don't know that is weird but like even i've always been fascinated by like cults and stuff yeah that uh just do awful things just like reading about those and being like wow how why and i think maybe there's a a part of that where it's it's healthy to restrain some of that behavior within us you know to like read about it and kind of not fan out over it but like i don't know give it too much attention i think there's something to be said there but even the purge honestly is kind of a bizarre like process like how did someone even think of that in the first place but uh but i don't know i think the idea of the purge is interesting to me because Mm. it's like i think seeing and this is a movie and it's fictional but seeing people who you wouldn't think would ever do anything like your neighbors and your best friends and then they'd go and they'd murder somebody that was bizarre to me i think that's why i've always liked those movies is like seeing people's processes in that i don't know but it's a very interesting like idea i think yeah and the whole idea that it that it solves all the problems too which is completely unrealistic oh but, yeah well it was, i mean they were lying to the people too i mean 
they pretty uh, much did it to kill out all the homeless people. So, whew. yeah, I've only seen two of them, I think. But yeah, it kind of explains some them more if you watch a few more of them. But uh, okay. yeah, hmm. it's not bueno. Yeah, I just, I mean, I wonder what it's like to be a writer, creator in the horror genre. Like, that's gotta be so dark. Your scary. mind's just gotta live in a place that is not. Stephen King. Stephen King's got to be. That guy is so creepy to me. <sighs> like as a career, yeah. writing different stories like that, but then none of them are like the same. Like it's just different universes of just scary, scary, scary stuff. Oh, some of the scary stuff we know is like. Yeah. The, seeing like commercials for some of the scary movies that are coming out soon. It's freaking terrifying. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen the commercial for us? So, so you know, you know, Key and Peel. Yeah, you know, Peel, Jordan Peel. Like, he's oh, the, he did. The, um, he did get out. Get out. Yeah, and uh, he was also a Megan, <laughs> which is the best thing to me. Megan. Anyway, uh, well, he did get out, which was yeah. I haven't seen, but I've heard it's phenomenal. I need to see it. But yeah, he's making a movie called Us. Okay, that movie looks so scary really i was dying in the theater it was so scary looking oh. but, uh, his are always so like deep like it's not really like much like other horror movies were kind of just like jump scare and stuff like scare his are like scare. yeah. scary like thematic stuff too and mm. i don't know but there's a stephen king movie coming out called pet cemetery which looks so scary <laughs> it's, oh my gosh it looks terrifying yeah. but uh anyway it's it's scary to see what goes on in the human mind yeah, but it can be a very dark place. Well, even in your own mind, I'm sure there's stuff that you would never want to share with other people. But it's kind of like, oh wow, that was really dark. Yeah, yeah. And then I and, think people who do horror stuff probably just put a lot of those things on paper, or or let the train of thought continue. Yeah, or let it know? continue past Correct. the point of common sense. You know, because yeah. I think everyone has dark thoughts, and and that's yeah. not weird. That's not bad. Yeah, it's just um, kind of like. But there's a difference true. between people who live in that dark thought or. Shut it down. I mean, I'm constantly in my room, like brooding, like plotting evil. Well, obviously, yeah. Right, and like I hear the term narcissist thrown around me all the time, but like I don't. Yes, man. I mean, I'm just better, but that's just a simple <laughs> fact. So, correct, oh, correct. <laughs> oh, uh, dude, I watched this video today on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, it was this podcast like clip where do you know who Pete Holmes is? No, he's like a. I think he's like a late show host or something, or like a TV okay. show host. I think he was like a comedian. Yeah. I don't really know much about, him, but um, he was like raised Christian, like okay. went to Christian high school, Christian college, or whatever. And yeah. comedian now, I don't think he's a Christian. Like he, I don't think he claims to be like a practicing Christian, but he claims a pretty severe allegiance to the faith. Almost, if that makes sense. Hmm. Does that make like I don't know? Like he's pretty. Like, from what the video was. This, what I got from the video is he was pretty frustrated with the church okay, and the way that the church handles a lot of things. Fair. But like he still would like claim that he probably believes. And I think some of it, or maybe does it, but like he respects it. Maybe, I don't know, like the faith in general, he yeah. respects Jesus Christ a lot. I think is what okay. I got from that. Anyway, well he was talking cause they, he was on this podcast and they were like talking about, they're going to show him these Christian jokes or whatever. And uh, like, what type of Christian jokes? Like, like funny wordplay stuff. 
yeah, oh. it's like wordplay. And funny is a stretch of the imagination. They nice. were awful. Like they were so bad. Like so, <laughs> and I've never been a fan of wordplay and puns and stuff. These were really bad. These are really yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some. Uh, looking for an arc. I know a guy. Just stabbed myself with a samurai sword and. Uh, How does Moses an make his coffee? He, he bruises it. Bruise it. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> what was one of them? How do you make holy water? Get some water and burn the devil out of it. Was the answer? I'm like, oh gosh. Anyway, Pete Holmes ripping these to shreds. <laughs> They're so bad. But so he and he was talking about that. Like he's so he's a comedian, okay. and he and so what he was talking about was he's like, I hate how they have to call it like Christian jokes and like Christian comedians and Christian music. He's like. He, he's like, I felt like when I went to church, it was like everyone in there was trying to um, hide for as long as they could and put on this appearance that they were good because like true like acceptance wasn't found there and like being real wasn't found there. And he's like, these kids are making these Christian jokes now and they're laughing, but he's like, but I know when they go to their sleepovers and stuff, they're making like semi inappropriate jokes and they're actually laughing and finding joy. And, and he's like, and that's real. And like he's like, I think Bill Burr is being real, and he's more of an actual comedian and a real comedian than these Christian comedians are. And he's like, and that I think is more like Jesus. He's like, Jesus commanded like a crowd of people every time he talked. And he's like, and these kids like, these are these are really bad jokes. They're not getting people to like laugh. He's like, these are making me angry. <laughs> but he's like, but like Jesus commanded a crowd. He had to be captivating and he had to be charismatic. And so he's like, to hike. To see this and like see the rise of Christian comedy and like Christian music and stuff, he's like, I I wish that we could just like all just be real, and that and I just summed up what he said in two minutes. He said that for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, fascinating. I I just tell you the I just need the video. It was fascinating. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I was thinking about that, and he's like, of just like being real. I don't really know where I'm going with this. I just thought it was really fascinating. Yeah, he's like, people just aren't real in Christianity. He's like pretty much everyone just is kind of like putting on these faces and um, like trying to make it seem like you're good and like you're fine. And he's like, they say like doubts welcome. He's like, it's not welcome there. And he's like, he says like that sins welcome. And they're like, it's not, it's not at all. I don't know. I, I don't really know where I'm going with that, but uh, <laughs> no dude, I mean, it's interesting. That's such a good point to be made. And like reason number one that I have against the church. Um, wow. I agreed with so much of that. I think that can be taken too far. I don't think yeah. that Christianity exists without the church. Um, I think that's very clear. Um, but the Christian music thing, I definitely feel that I, I feel that a lot of Christian music is churned out and, and that's tough. You know, and I don't blame artists as much because they make, say, an album that comes from a really sincere, true place, and it does really well in the charts, and Christians everywhere love it. And then they're expected to make more music um, and just create more music about Jesus. And I can't imagine all of that comes from a really sincere place. And I, I that's why I prefer like listening to hymns and, and music that has really solid lyrics that have truth in them. Um, as for Christian comedy, I've never thought that's very funny. I didn't even know it was that big of a thing. I and didn't know either. Yeah. Shocking. 
Yeah, but, but uh, I think that that stuff about being real is it's what it's all about. Like, if you're yeah, not, yeah, that's being what I thought real, was fascinating. Yeah, because he was talking about like Jesus wasn't someone who was like put on a face, which is so weird because he knew so much and he was so spot on with what like I think too. Yeah. So like, this is weird because we're coming from different places where I don't think he's a Christian anymore. Yeah. And I am, and so I was like, that is interesting mm. that his that we have the same thoughts or just in different places. Yeah. And that, I think that's why it struck me so much, but I don't know. My experience hasn't been almost like a hundred percent. Like, I don't know, like I have to put on this fake face, but I'm also, I, when I went to church, I was in high school. And so I went to like youth group and Sunday school more where people are yeah. my age. Whereas now, at least in my church, I don't know. Something that I've not felt great about with my church sometimes is I feel like every sermon is pretty much like, it's it's not it's kind of like preaching to the choir almost mm. but i mean it's preaching to the people but like because he kind of just says like yeah just uh do it like have faith you know do it and i'm like there's so much in the world that's going on and there's so much in our like in our church that is going on and it's just kind of like you could be talking about so much stuff and challenging these people i, I just feel like when I go to listen to people of all types, like any type of sermon, any, any type of lecture or anything, I'm going to learn something and it'd be challenged. Yeah. And like, I feel like, and that might just be my church, but I feel like with a lot of churches, sometimes it's more patting ourselves on the back versus we have to do. And I don't think you have to work to do that. That's the whole point of Christianity. like, you don't have to work to do stuff, but I'm talking like people are in poverty. People are, hurting people are broken um people are in slavery still across the world which is crazy to think but that's still a thing and i'm like to not to just to go to church and be like yeah i'm bringing my family and uh and because i've gone to church i'm good because my pastor tells me so i feel like that's setting the church back so much and it's why i don't know i feel like people are like so passionate about so many different things but when it comes to like helping others, I feel like that's such a low thing, which I think is just something that I struggle with, not not even in the church, but just in general. But uh, I don't know. I just see, I think that's what I struggle with is I see people um, in the church all the time who are just like fine going to church and that's it. And I get it that that's sometimes just all you're going to get from people, but it's frustrating to me at the same time because I think like there's so much that there has to be done. But Well, and I, I think... America is kind of right in the middle of that thing, you know? Yeah, um, I will say going to foreign countries is exponentially different because uh, they it's, – it's, I feel like there's more skin in the game when it's, when it's in foreign countries because America is like – it's comfortable to be Christian still. Definitely. People claim it's not, but it 100% still is. Like, yeah. It and, is, so. and part of that's because like there's not discussions about – depression or the 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 kind of the silent things that happen in america that are the real destroyers and there's no discussion of that and outside of that there's nothing to struggle with i don't think for most americans in church and there's there's few real challenges and the faith is not tested and when the faith isn't tested it's only going backwards and it's only digressing and and please do not get me wrong there are thousands of fantastic churches all in america mm. but absolutely i just feel like the consensus 
or the the experiences that I've had have all seemed fairly like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I see that too with politics too. Like, I don't know. Any politician can be like, yeah, I'm a Christian and they get just a ton of support from that. And that's where I say, I still think it's very comfortable to be a Christian because that, that to me signifies this comfortable to be a Christian. If you're a politician and you're gaining votes because of that. Yeah. Yep. And, but, uh, and, and that's where I would make a distinction. Um, because I think in America it's very easy to be a Christian. Um, but it's, Anywhere you go, it's hard to follow Christ. Um, yeah, that's and that's where I make the distinction between religion and following Christ. Um, yeah. Because you can be a part of a religion, and that's easy because it really doesn't demand that much from you. Um, but following Christ demands everything, mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of to get really real. That's something that I've been going through the last few days: is am I willing to give everything? I was reading in Luke, like Jesus says, you have to be willing to give up the thing that is most precious to you. And it just kind of hit me. Like, can I actually do that? The podcast. I, so <laughs> this sorry. is goodbye. This is I goodbye. just realized. I was like, wow, this is the least funny thing we've ever talked about on the podcast ever. I did kind of feel around there for a little bit. That's okay. That's no, good. Dude, I think it's good. I think it's, it it makes our funny bits funnier. Yeah. You know? Sorry if you're not a Christian and you were like bored by that. But I, yeah. I feel like if you're not a Christian, maybe it'd be interesting to hear our side. Yeah. Why we think sometimes we're not so hot. But I yeah, don't know. I, think... I always find it interesting because I feel like throughout history, just the church in general, the people have not been great. Even when mm-hmm. it was starting, like I mean, it was started probably the best. But like ever since that first generation, we've kind of gone downhill. I think uh, a lot of times I'd be careful with that. I think, you know, the church is made up of people and is destined to fail always, just like people are. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Is I feel like I, I tend to overestimate how bad it is just because we're human. And so humans yeah. like aren't ever going to be good. <laughs> like, and so right. like there are certain things we do that are good, but like we're always going to fail in some way. And so I feel like I'm over exaggerating because I see it here. And I only hear good things in the past. That's what I tend to like take in yeah. compared to hearing bad. Yeah. So, I don't but know. to me, like that failure is an integral part of the process because, yeah, for me, living how Christ calls his followers and the church, he calls them to perfection. He says, "Be like me," but you and you have to live trying to be that perfection whilst knowing you're going to fail. So it's these two completely mutually exclusive things. And you have to live in this tension between the two, always striving for one, knowing you'll never get it and ending up down here. But it's, it's the process of, of trying to be perfect. That's where following Christ is at. And as long as you're not trying, then you're not, you're not doing it. If that makes sense. That's how I view it. But I don't know. It could be different in five years. So, yeah, get it. The perfect way to end that talk is get it. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had nothing planned the last twenty-five minutes. So that was pretty much random. That was We're so just, zany. We're so zany. So wild. So <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> I was seeing Infinite post on my Instagram like, "Yo, just talked about Christ with this guy for like an hour." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, mean, I, I hate to call out American 
Christians again, but that is such an American Christian thing that I really, yeah, really it is. like. It is. But, you know, what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? I think what you can do is have a positive, good social media presence without being like, look, I read this verse. Look at me. Yes. I don't know. I I, don't, I think we maybe, both can be too judgmental <laughs> of the church. I think I am, but <laughs> and maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. But it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't have hot takes. So <laughs> true that we're serving them up fresh, fresh You're out the kitchen, people. <laughs> <laughs> because you asked us for our opinion, and we yes, did. our opinion matters. <laughs> it really matters beyond this this setting. It yes. really goes a long way. Our opinion, <laughs> so take it, accept it as fact. That'd be yeah. perfect. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, tell your parents that you're smarter than them. Uh, you have more knowledge than them. You're wiser than them. Knowledge. <laughs> Perfect. So anyways, in other news, I bought two pots and pans today. Uh, they're really expensive, so <laughs> don't buy those. <laughs> no problems here. I won't be buying those anytime soon. I do go on really weird shopping sprees. Like today, like I bought a bunch of clothes, then I had to buy those pots and pans. So yeah. That happened. And then I bought a movie because I was in Walmart and I was like, well, I better go to the movie section. And then yeah. went to the movie section and I mean, I saw Bad Times at the El Royale. And so I bought that, obviously. But uh, just two days ago, I was grocery shopping and yeah. I accidentally bought a quiet place. So <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> That's a good segue into our weekly recommendation. Calvin, what you got? Um, I haven't seen Bad Times at the El Royale, so I feel like I shouldn't recommend it. But you should go see Bad Times at the El Royale. I or definitely want get to. It. It's amazing. It's like a very Tarantino-esque movie. But uh, cool. I did recommend this to you a while back, but I'm going to do it again because I don't yeah. know if you've read it yet. Yeah. Everybody Always. Oh, Bob yeah. Goff. This book is so good. Mm. Um, so good. I think I really think that if every single person read that book and applied even one thing, this world would be a million times better. Mm. Um but uh, probably won't That's quite be. quite a statement. <laughs> but uh, I mean, really, I mean, it, if you want to talk about how to be nice to people, how to actually yeah. care about people, read yeah. that book. Mm. Um, I love it. Love that book. Better than Love Does or not? Oh, man. Love Does is probably my favorite book of all time. Um, but this one was really good. So if I read Everybody Always Again. Yeah. Um, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. What's your recommendation for this week, Samuel? My recommendation is a book I am currently reading um, that I haven't finished. It's called The Dark Tower. And that it was is. a movie, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, I can't vouch for that, but. It is. Um, <laughs> Just okay. recently got a movie. I didn't see it, but I really? saw the trailers. Well, I don't think it's that's based off of this book at all, but. It is a fictional work written by C.S. Lewis, and it was actually never finished. He died before he finished it, so the book has no ending. So I'm waiting, in a couple pages, I'm going to be dying for the ending. But essentially, it's a fiction book, and um, like the premise, it's like these people, they like want to do time travel, but they're like, we can't actually time travel with the time machine, because if your atoms exist now, and you go to the future or the past, 
all the atoms within your body are going to be in different spots and you can't have the same atoms anyway. And so they make this like screen and so they can see into the future and then they end up watching this thing and it's like crazy and it gets really dark and it's exciting and it's not too long. So it's fun. Interesting. Yeah. How's it end though? You know, I, I don't know. I can't even ad lib. <laughs> gotcha. The Stephen King wrote uh, the dark tower, another book and then that oh. became the movie. So this, the CS Lewis one was not the one that became a movie. So I didn't think Bummer. so, but I know what can you do though? Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go see Alita battle angel this weekend. Um, definitely going to buy a picket to that. Absolutely not. Looks just seeing the movie. really it looks good. So bad. <laughs> it it looks horrible. Um, people are speculating yeah. though that it might be really good, which I'm like, how, how would, how would that be good? But, uh, because if there's anything that everyone agrees on, then some people are going to be like, well, I want to disagree for the sake of disagreeing. That's true. But anyway, well, I was, I was actually looking at a stat today because mm. they're making a fast and furious nine, which yes, yes, yes. We were all pretty yes. excited, but, uh, Clearly, I spend too much time watching movies. I think that's you do. you're always talking about books, and the only things I can ever recommend are movies. So, what can you do, though? What can anyway, you do? Mm. I was no, that's reading, cool. and I guess James James uh, the Rock wasn't in the Fast and Furious movies until like the fifth one, I think. And like they made like two million more or something like that that next movie because he was I mean not because he was in it but they made too many more of that next movie and like since then they keep making more and more and more money and they're like it's pretty much because The Rock's been in it and I'm like how why how <laughs> but uh why but he has like this huge effect on Hollywood and so I get why people cast him now because I'm like he oh, makes yeah. money so he does I I wish that the American audience wasn't as <sighs> stupid as they <laughs> But I don't know. Maybe I'm being a harsh critic. But I just have not liked like any movie he's been in or his performances in them. But mm, I actually, Race to Witch Mountain, I'm a big fan of. But uh, everything else, it. not so good. I haven't seen it either. But apparently, it's awful. So anyway, we should probably yeah wrap it up. In. This has been a good one. Thanks, they're guys. All, they're all good ones, but I thanks mean, for yeah, listening. We're pretty much in now gold here. So mm, yeah, thanks, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. How do you turn this thing off, dude?